definition of motivation in a mini. Uh, I am Rico Besse, and I drive a Mini Cooper S, and it is a 2004 six-speed supercharged four-cylinder that is it's essentially just a go-kart, and it's fun to drive. I'm not going to kill myself or anybody else because it's not very powerful, but super light, super nimble, and just like I described it, it's a golf cart, or, uh, you know, uh, a go-kart, not a golf cart, go-kart, and so I don't typically slow down in corners because I don't need to, because it's very well planted, and what else can I say about this car, so this is the second Mini that I've owned, and when I sold my first one after owning it for a year or so, oh man, I, I regretted it for a while. chance to get another Mini for my work car, my everyday daily driver, and it was in great condition, high mileage, but well maintained, all the maintenance and everything done on it. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't beat a six-speed manual, supercharged, little fun car like this um, that I can park anywhere, go anywhere, so I, I want to own more Mini. They are that much fun. And even in traffic, this car is fun. So that's one of the things I will say about a Mini Cooper uh, S, is they are just fun to drive. So going back and forth to work every day, I don't hate my commute, even if it's long at times with traffic, because it's just fun. It's just a hoot. It's just a silly little car that's nimble and quick. Great visibility all around. I got a huge, super mega sunroof uh, with the second tier extended, um, like panoramic roof, moonroof thing. Um, so yeah, the only thing I've done to it is just put an aftermarket radio so I can Bluetooth my phone. All right. So now that you know about the car, the most important part of this motivation in a mini is uh, me, Rico Besse. I've been in the civilian sector for now a year. Uh, prior to that, I was 20 years in the nuclear Navy and didn't intend to do 20. It just worked out that way. I think I'm describing myself here and hopefully in other episodes, my intro will be a lot more quicker and succinct. But for the inaugural episode, I feel it's important that you get to know me and buy into what I'm all about. Servant leader early on in my military career. As a follower, I had tons of bad leadership and very few good examples of great leadership. But it inspired me to be in the minority there and be a great leader, vice the majority of hacks that try to wear the title of leader. And in that regards, I've learned over my 20 year career associate myself with good and great leaders to pick up what they do best and listen to as much information and take in as much information as possible from those that have come and gone before you to be a better person and to have a growth mindset, be open-minded and become more introspective and obviously with time and experience I'm about to turn 40 so 
I've made my share of mistakes. That would be the understatement of the century. I've pretty much made a lot of them. So not only did I make a ton of mistakes myself, but I've also learned from a lot of mistakes. And in that regards, I have a wealth of experience. But being humble and having that uh, perspective and self-awareness, I still got a lot to learn. So 40 years seasoned and veteran uh, in life and making mistakes, I'm also still learning, still growing. And I also want to share that with y'all here. And also if I can motivate, inspire, and once again, just like those that have come before me and made the mistakes and taught me, I want to teach others. It's one of the traits I loved in the military was training and teaching and seeing the light bulb inside somebody's head turn on when they go, oh my goodness, thank you for taking the time to explain to me. And, and that's just the rewarding in itself. So definitely those intrinsic motivators is what makes me sleep like a baby at night because I feel great about myself and my life and what I'm contributing. And whether it's one person, 10 people, 100 people, or you know, hopefully the, the thousands that have come and gone through my life and my military career, that I've, I've imparted some good, more good than bad, right? So in that regards, with this uh, podcast that I'm creating here, I've done some videos, posted some stuff on LinkedIn. I'll continue to do that stuff as well. But I want to see if I can make this uh, more habitual practice of doing these podcasts in my mini, on my commute home, because I got time to kill. I got lots of things going through my mind. And maybe you'll share, agree, take something from it. And if you disagree, please chime in and we'll see where this goes. But back to the crux of it all and what I'm trying to achieve is I just love people. Whatever organization, group, business that you're a part of, typically unless it's some solo operation where you have zero interaction with individuals, you're going to interact with people, you're going to have peers, you're going to have colleagues, and to me that's the best, uh, getting a, an eclectic group of individuals, different backgrounds, different perspectives, and putting them all together on one common goal, and you know, accomplishing that goal, not just well or okay, but killing it, you know, whether it breeds efficiency, productivity, cost saving, or even even just bringing the best out of everybody in that group. So going into a challenge, an unknown, uh, hostile situation, whatever it is, real or uh, or otherwise, and conquering it as a team. You know, we we are a species that comes from comes from that tribe mentality, and I'm all about the tribe life, and so. Um, Just like the African proverb says, right? You want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go in the group. Or in this case, we'll just call it our tribe. Have a strong tribe, man, and you, you can conquer damn near anything. But as an individual, which I've tried to be in the past because I thought I knew it all, and that caused a lot of head banging against the wall and frustration. I don't care how smart you think you are, you're not going to go far 
without other people. And so enrolling them, sharing wealth and ideas, and drive and initiative and motivation to be awesome and do awesome things uh, is what inspires me as a leader every day. It makes me want to be the best leader every day. And so with that little glimpse into my mindset and where I come from and what's what's pushing me forward, uh, propelling me into this podcast, Motivation in a Mini, what are we going to talk about for the first episode? Well, thank you for asking, Rico. I will tell you what we're going to talk about. Building people up or breaking them down. So when you go to work, are you trying to be better by building people up around you and therefore elevating yourself because you will all sing together or you all rise together as a team? Or is your goal, which sometimes is the easier, simpler route to go, which people tend to take when it comes between doing something difficult like getting to know somebody and working with somebody who's not the same as you, doesn't think the same as you, has different motivators, but working on the trust and communication to build them up and build that cohesion. Or you could take the simple route and just tear them down, backstab them, treat them like crap, talk crap about them. If they look awful, then you look great, right? Because everything's uh, that, that comparative nature. If they're making more mistakes than you, then you look better. So what do you do when you go to work? When you wake up in the morning and you get in your car, and you get on your commute, and before you get to work, what is going through your mind? If what's going through your mind, first off, is I hate my job, I hate my life, I hate my family life, don't like being single, I don't like being married, or my boss is mean, my boss is tough, I don't understand them, I don't understand why we do certain things at work, things could be better, nobody likes me, I don't trust anybody, well shit, you're off to the, you're off to a bad start, so attitude being the key there, and how you approach your day, so then do you take this bad attitude and at work, Break down other people, act abrasive, act short, because you're just worried about keeping your job, and that way you can pay your bills, and go about your life, and live for the weekend when you don't have to go to work. Well, just in the way I described it, and the way you're probably listening to it, that sounds miserable.
So what does that start with? It starts with you and your attitude. You can't control other people. You can just control the situations and the feelings and emotions that you dictate from them. So getting up, you go to work, you get in your car, or however you commute to work, and figure out, I don't like my job, how can I make it better? My boss angers me because the way he puts out emails, how can I respond or talk to him or sit him down to say, hey, your emails could be better, could be better worded. Don't wait until the last second of the day of my time that I'm there to tell me to do some lengthy task so I got to stay late and now my schedule's all out of whack because of your poor planning. Those little things, and yes, they're challenges, but in your mind, you go, it'll never get better, they'll never change, I just need to suck it up, it is what it is, it's the way it's always going to be, it's the way they've been doing it at this company for years, nobody's ever going to change. Or you go, I'm going to do something about it. I am going to try to be an agent of change. It will not be easy. Actually, I will tell you, it won't be easy. Nobody likes change. It's difficult. But hey, am I going in alone? Is there anybody that I can enroll in my vision? Is there anybody that I can share my vision with? Is there anybody I can make an ally? Is there anybody who's an enemy right now? But you know what? If I just kill him with kindness... If I just go in there with the greatest attitude in the world, can I win them over? Can I convince them that it's a great idea? And once again, once you're open to the concept that you can't achieve it, then the details of it will come. You won't have the answer right away, but just like Theodore Roosevelt said, the minute you believe you can, you're halfway there. The moment you're open to the idea that I can do this, you damn near done it. And the details of it, I promise you, will work themselves out. If anything, that's a leap of faith that you just got to take in life. But trust me, it will happen. And the more often it happens, the more you'll be like, wait, this isn't a leap of faith. This is actually within the control of my attitude and how I approach the world and life and all the little nuances of it. So now that you've gone out with the notion that I am the master of my attitude and my approach, and therefore the simplest thing I can do in having a positive one and knowing that I can be an agent of change, well then I'm going to go into work and I'm going to build people up. I'm going to turn enemies into allies. I'm going to turn introverts that are probably in there just like me trying to just do the bare minimum of their job so they keep it, but I'm going to let them know that, hey, we all share the same frustrations, the same concerns, and really, everybody wants to be the best version of themselves, whether they realize it or not, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be a good person for the most part, and I'm telling you, if over time, you keep doing that and chipping away at the little, little the little things in life like that, like my boss, my colleagues, you know, the just the little things here and there at work, our policies, our procedures, the way we conduct business, the way I handle my business, the way I send emails, the way I respond to the crappy emails, 
to try to win people over. Um, but the minute you start chipping away at those things, it will get better. I promise you. And once again, with the attitude that I've given it my all and I've tried my hardest and maybe I just need to find somewhere else to work, you know, that, that's okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going really far with this scenario here. And there's that, like, you tried everything under the sun and done everything I've recommended and, you know, done it for longer than, you know, two weeks because... Anything worth having or doing takes time. Uh, if you think I want a beach body for the summer and I'm going to go to the gym every day for a month and that should be good enough, uh, I, I don't even need to guess at what your body type is. I will tell you that what you're trying to achieve or what you want is at least a year minimum out. And so after a month of going to the gym and you don't see the results that you are achieving, want to quit, um, don't be surprised. It takes time. And so just like this tasking that I'm putting before you, if you are thinking to yourself or saying out loud, well, Rico, I love your motivation in a mini podcast. Yeah, minis are fun or cute. I've been in one or I've driven one, blah, blah, blah. But your advice as sincere as you may seem about it or confident you may seem about it, it's easier said than done. Once again, yes, if you've ever built anything, if you've ever been a part of constructing anything, it's difficult and tearing it down is easy. Whenever you had company, guests, relatives, parents, siblings, loved ones, anybody over and you wanted to make them a home-cooked meal, how long did it take? Buying the ingredients, preparing them, getting them ready, mixing them, following the recipe, cooking it in the oven, simmering, sauteing, and everything else. And at the end of it, I mean, how much time did you invest into that bomb-ass meal? A lot. And how long did it take for you to destroy it, aka eat it? Not long. So you got a kitchen full of spices and pots and pans and everything everywhere because of the time you invested to create something. And in your mind, you're like, I did that. Yeah, the reward was worth it. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I knew it was going to take time. But would I do it again? Yes, because it was worth it. But you don't go, I'm not going to make this delicious-ass meal, home-cooked meal for somebody because... Yeah, they'll eat it in like five minutes flat because it's so delicious. And after that, it's coming gone. And just like anything else in life, how long does it take to build a home? Like something to provide shelter and have all these features and amenities. And how long does it take for a bulldozer to destroy it? So, the people that you work with, are you going to take the time to invest in them? Or your workplace or things that matter to you at work I mean you're you obviously got hired for a reason you work there for a reason it doesn't have to be Mother Teresa level purpose I'm jealous of the things Gandhi accomplished and I don't know and I'm pretty sure I'll never get on that level of changing the course of an entire nation but I can go hey you know what he, he didn't quit he tried he kept trying and look where that got him. 
you know, <laughs> into the lore of, of being one of the greatest individuals of all time. So within my sphere, my little tiny world, what can I do? Who can I influence? And there you go. Just pick one person. One person to go, you know what? I'm going to become their best ally. I'm going to build them up. And hopefully they'll reciprocate it. And you'll be surprised when they do. And you both do their form. So am I going to go to work and take the time to invest in building my colleagues up
you, 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 I can't stress enough. You have to own that. Good, bad, or indifferent. So like I said, I'm, I'm not here to try to change you in truth. I'm here to just share my knowledge and experiences. What's worked for me and what hasn't. I, like I said, I've made so many damn mistakes that I, I really hope people don't have to make all of them to get to the point where I am at now, personally and professionally, of utmost joy and happiness and fulfillment in my life. So with that awe-inspiring conclusion there of where I'm at and where I'd like for everybody to be, but the only way that's going to happen is for those individuals to get on that path and make it freaking happen. I will be signing off because I just got home and this is about right. 25 minutes. I got about a 25 minute commute when traffic is liking me. And so with that, I will sincerely say that I love y'all. I want the best for you. And I hope you get it because you'll have to get it. I can't give it to you, all right? I freaking wish I could. Um, but yes, please uh, share, pass it forward. Maybe you're doing great, but somebody else you know isn't. And what I'm saying resonates and, and, and sticks. And uh, yeah, let's just keep spreading good vibes. That's what I'm all about. All right, y'all. I am heading in to say hi to my beautiful wife. I love her to death. And uh, she is what inspires me to do awesome things like this. And that's real important for me to say. All right, motivation in a minute, y'all. Rico Bessé, I think this is going to be a winner. And uh, we'll do many more in the future. 